Hello, 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 and thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Karee Robertson, alongside my sound man extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? This is episode 44. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, w- I want to give a shout out to, to the whoever this fucking nigga is, Hawkeye, who went to the protest with a bow and arrow and tried to <laughs> shoot into the crowd <laughs> and immediately caught all the hands what? and paws of all the surrounding people. You didn't see that video? No. Shit was hilarious. Someone tried shooting a bow and arrow. Wow. Shout out to nigga. That nigga caught all the fucking smoke. Nigga. But that's... Shout out to all the hands that took down Hawkeye. There you go. That's the proper shout out. But yeah, man. So what's been going on? Uh, you watching anything interesting recently? Nah, I've been on a bit a bit of a hey hi. I've been on a bit of a hiatus for watching stuff recently. I haven't caught anything okay. since we last spoke. Well, I did catch up. It, it, that, it's all good because I caught up with Watchmen. Nice, nice. So I've seen all up until the pretty much the, the big finale, which is uh, 9 and 10. So I've seen the whole season. So just don't spoil the so end. So you have everything. And we can, yeah, and there's tons the to talk about. Yeah, that yeah. fucking show is ridiculous, it's by the way. It's out of control. Yeah. So I'll start out. I'll give it... Um, I, I, I felt... It was a good show. It's well produced. It was bad timing on my part watching it now because I'm kind of on overload seeing like yeah. aggressive police, you know, and highly volatile racist figures. And it's just so, the way it starts out, too. It starts out super heavy. It's super. Well, it persists. It's probably mm-hmm. two thirds of the season is has very heavy like like it's not just like social justice ideas like you see that pervade pretty much everything in the the tv atmosphere these days but it's like heavy like white supremacist kkk vibes like you know terrorism like it's like people in this in this environment in that they created in this uh the show are very fearful of that element you know what i mean like that shit's crazy so that was a little bit heavy yeah so it it is unfortunately right now it's really prescient yeah and so there's a lot of scenes of like overwhelming police force where they're cracking down on civilian crowds and so that is not just not fun it's not entertaining you know what i mean like in, in a in a less tense atmosphere it'd be a little bit more fun to watch but yeah, there'd it's, be a little bit more. It's distance. well done. I mean, I don't, I don't particularly enjoy the um, the Osmandius storyline as much. Yeah, in the, eh, un- it's kind of the conclusion and the, the tie up. It's a little bit like, all right, we get it. I, or, I, or at least I, I like where the Angela uh, storyline went. Angela's the main character. Yeah, she plays a police officer who was subject to a terrorist attack. Who then resurfaces as an undercover cop. And so there's masked vigilantes that act as, or are pretty much undercover cops. Mm -hmm. And then there's the main police force, all of whom wear masks now because the terrorist attack that Angela was part of targeted police in particular. Yeah, they called it the White Knight. Yeah, the White Knight. And I'm not sure, like, if the original Watchmen series had the the huge white supremacist undertones, no, I didn't think so because they really did it heavy in this show, and I was like, "Holy shit, dude!" Like, yeah, it's they're basically whoa, it was the abrasively put forward. Villains. Yeah, and, the primary and antagonists. 
um i don't know i don't know if it's because i personally find that white supremacy ideology is inferior and so i very rarely find that the overarching schemes of things fall into those premises those are usually kind of like not racially engendered like usually it's just people seeking money right. that are doing evil things you know what i mean mm -hmm. and so it's very rare that that people are motivated by that white supremacist ideology all the way to the top and it's actually i've never experienced it until donald trump like until donald trump i never experienced like i don't know if it's because it was driven underground the generation before us and so our generation only experienced it on the fringes but it's just really weird it's jarring to have it like you know what I mean? Like white supremacy usually it's it's not a it's not a strong motivation. You right. know what I mean? See, that's <clears throat> the thing. It's a good thing you said that, but unfortunately I cannot I cannot um comment on that because you haven't reached the turning point yet. Yeah, but you know, and it's not for nothing, um Killer Mike has been tweeting out a lot about like read a lot of historical US documents. And there's a the cornerstone speech or the cornerstone paper, something of that nature. But it was a um, civil era, civil war era document that was uh, put out. That was, and I forget the, I don't keep up with Confederate ideologues, and so I don't remember <laughs> the guy's name. But the general gist of the paper was that the South should support the Constitution because the Constitution um reiterates the their ideas of white supremacy and that under the con the the constitution is is acceptable because under it you can enshrine the white supremacist ideology that they believe that america should be founded on and it's really telling because these i, I believe it was it was spoken by somebody who was very high in american politics at the time and and you know I think that that's that that was an interesting read, and then going into this, it's like <laughs> wow, you know, like it was a good setup, but it was it made it that much more jarring to see right. it, you know. Yeah, there is more to that though. You just haven't gotten to the part for that review. So yet. I look forward to that. Like I do look forward to that. But the the acting is good. Yeah, I enjoyed a lot of the acting. The performances are are really good. The um, characters that I really got invested in characters i really don't like but my favorite like non-consequential character is of course red scare <laughs> why though i hate that because nigga. he's so God. needlessly extra he's that nigga he's so, so extra. like i'm like yo does this nigga he's have so like a aggro. thyroid parent problem or something yes, like so aggressive because he always eat so you, okay so you know what the thyroid issue is right like so they thought that thyroid uh issues made you a uh, aggressive and they thought it was something to do with like your anger and stuff stuff like that and then when they studied it in in labs they realized it's not anger it's hunger and <laughs> very typically people get hangry when they're hungry and so when you have that and so he's always and i only say that because he's needlessly aggressive and he's always hungry I and it's like oh, does nigga have a major thyroid issue or something like what's going I on i wonder if that's written in the script or if that's an actor decision i don't know 
But yo, when I first saw that nigga, like I knew that nigga had problems the first time I saw him because his hood, his mask had like white, like white substance around the mouth, and I'm like, why does this nigga got like ashy mask? He's like cake. How does this nigga have an He's ashy like mask? Powdered donut or something, and he just never bothered to clean up his. Face. I have no idea, but bro, oh, how do you have yeah. an ashy mask? Red scare like, that's, that's 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 no, a, that's, that's a, what it was. He was eating a powdered oh. donut, and it just smeared his mask. I just thought he was yelling shit. so much in the spittle. <laughs> solidified into crust on the mask i don't know who cares that nigga's yeah. just ridiculously over Yo, the he's top. lit bro he's always oh, on lit? 10 what on 10 bro i start every day on 10 he has no fucks to give how do you bro. start on 10 with no fucks he was like, like how Yo. did you give up all your fucks and start on 10 like that's Notice crazy by episode two he was turning all the way up he was just like i was <laughs> i was i just wanted a reason bro. Bro, the reason. Yo, yo, from the funeral, you if wanted you to leave from the out funeral. Of your now I will drag you out, bro. Like, oh, oh no, he said he'll destroy their um Nixon statue. If, I will destroy your hero if you. Bro, why is he so extra? Hey, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. No, dude, like that was it was so unnecessary. But it's and once again triggering for these times because it's like, yo, why is this cop turning up, nigga? <laughs> Like, stop turning up. Why does he have no chill? <laughs> yeah, like, this is not necessary Red right Scare now. Red Scare is funny as hell. Yeah, Red Scare was a lot, bro. But yeah, man. My, uh, my All my favorite characters in the show are the obnoxious ones, with the exception <laughs> of, um, I don't remember her name. The I really like Calvin. Calvin's pretty chill. He's chill, though. He's sort of inane. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like That's why I liked him. He chilled the whole fucking time. <laughs> He's just the he always played really his role. Anything. My man's never came out until they find out. <laughs> I do like the senator because the senator oh my is God. so smug and douchey. That nigga is the like worst. The only direction he ever got on, on off camera was like, be more smug. More smug. Not hey, enough. More. Th- Turn it up. I can do this. I can do this. I can more max southern, out smug. More southern, more smug. Bro, That's he's the it. worst kind go. of southern Dixiecrat. Oh, man. I just want the best of my country. Bro, but no, th- you know what it was scary is this, this idea that they had that, spoiler alert. Um, oh, yeah, that should have been obvious from Jump. Yeah, the, the idea that there's white supremacists who think that they're helping minorities by just easing the boot up. <laughs> and and th- th- I, know I'm, I know I've been killing pe- people needlessly. Bro. But if it wasn't me, do you know how many more people would die under that other dude? That that shit blows my mind. I'm like, yo, thank me for killing the amount of you that I did. But it's Instead just it's, it's it shows how fundamentally they don't understand the idea that quantifying life in that way is the problem. You do <laughs> not quantify people who look like you Precisely. like that. You do not, there is no amount of of white life that can be sacrificed to equal anything but the fact that you think that there is a amount of black life that is willing and, and and it was very reflective of of that document that I was mentioning that um I said killer mike the the cornerstone speech um I really should have done a little bit more on that but don't take this kind of information from me right now I've been drinking too much but it, <laughs> it, it, I mean if you follow killer mike you've seen He's he's posted it several times, right. but um, yeah the 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 white su- the underlying white supremacist ideology that exists in America, it, it that shit's crazy. Like yeah. it, it and and Quite for for it, well. it just kind of was weird and creepy that Watchmen did this 
so long ago. Yeah. And then the timing of me consuming it now, it's like, do you believe in omens? Like, that's an <laughs> omen. You know what I mean? Like, completely unrelated yeah. things that tend to line up mm-hmm. in, th- in, 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 in situations like that. It's like, damn, is, is that an omen? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, because when I told you about it, I don't think I, I harped on how pro-black it was. I don't and, even know if it's pro-black, though. It's just, it's very gritty and realistic. Mm-hmm. And so the realism of white supremacy is is the overt ignorance that it takes to, to attack people. Who are, Do you see that there's, like, very few black aggressors ever? <laughs> like, hey, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of black people trying to live, and there's a lot of angry white people. And it's like, yeah, the reality of of white supremacy is that because there's not a whole huge constituent like of course you have militant you know oppressors to white um, and uh, militant um adversaries to to white supremacy of course you have that because you're attacking people and killing people so that is a natural reaction for some portion of the population but the overwhelming response isn't that you know what i mean the overwhelming response of most black people is, well, let me just find some place where I can live. You know what I mean? And so that is, it's very, you get that feeling throughout the show that most of the black people are attempting to live. And, and, you feel, and, and speaking of that militant minority, it's represented in her grandfather's story that's portrayed through the flashbacks, which that whole thing about... The pills that do the memories. Okay, whatever. I don't <laughs> particularly like that trope. That's uh, the science is hard for me to, to suspend my disbelief, but it served as a plot device. Excuse me, to exposit her grandfather's story, and so yeah, like it was very indicative of how there's. The militant aspect is not like broadly accepted throughout society. And you can see that in her grandmother's response. Mm -hmm. She tried to accept it as an outlet for the anger that was inside of him. But then she saw it was consuming him. But honestly, I feel like at that point, she should have been a little more ride or die. I don't agree with, with her decision to like turn against him. Like you made this monster. Now you got to sleep with it. Now that doesn't, you know, if you want to turn that ship and you want to influence him in ways and you want to try to, to, you know, brook that stream and change his direction, I can respect that. But to turn her back on him the way that she did. I can I understand think, what she did because she did it to protect the kid. It's not, it, at that point, it wasn't about him anymore. It felt like well, no, his I, influence was starting to go. I don't know, the but the way, okay, so the scene in which, I mean, I'm going to just spoil this because I think it's an interesting conversation. The scene that she decided that he was going, he was he was being too aggressive, was when he saw his son trying to mimic him and and become the the black hood. Spoiler alert! I just spoiled something. Okay. <laughs> now, I think that his reaction was understandable. Absolutely. He did not want his. It wasn't like he was mad at his son. He didn't want him to follow in these footsteps. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's a very understand. So why was she so angry with him for trying to 
undo the harm that he knew he just did by i think is the because he was roughing the kid up you know he was doing it very aggressively and as a mother i can understand her maternal instinct was to be like yo why are you why are you taking out what you feel on your kid right now because right now he's mad at himself because the kid Mm -hmm. saw him doing it and now the kid is emulating him so he's he's mad at him he's like no he's like panicking Mm -hmm. and taking that out on the kid and she comes in and sees Mm -hmm. that and she's like panics and 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 i I understand in the moment but to make a long-term decision like that i would expect her to actually really think about the situation to be fair equally as hard this is the 20s or around that time 40s i think it was 40s 40s. and you know when you leave town and go somewhere else to another town in the 40s you because they're in vietnam no oh no no they weren't they were in new york they were in new york yeah and so my thing was, is like, if you're going to make a long term thing to say you will never see your son again, I would yeah, like, that hope that you would look at the situation. This is a man who did not have a father. Correct. Mm-hmm. He was he, his father died when he was young and he grew up with this baby in his arms. I don't even know who that baby was. It's her. Who? The the chick that he ended up marrying, that's the baby that he found in the Oh, you say you don't know who that baby was previously. Yeah, well, no, I didn't I didn't realize that that was her, but yeah, okay. Yeah, I get that's it. That's also her. So he doesn't have an example of how to properly pass to do deal with this. This partially why he he lashes out the way he does his black hood. Mm-hmm. Now, he made a mistake. It's not like he just snapped in the middle of the day with no provocation. He responded poorly to something that shouldn't have provoked him. I understand that. She didn't give him a chance to work on that. Like, that's the shit that I can't understand. Like, like holy shit. Like, wow. Okay, yes. Mistakes. Humans. They're synonymous, my D, my G. Like... <laughs> How the well, fuck you just going to be like, I never want you to see, to be you fair, don't have a the family. The same thing like, applies to wow. her as well. She also grew up in the exact same scenario that he grew up in. So she also didn't have an example of like, and she also. But the only example she had was of, him being in her life the whole time. Same as him. Like, so he, but he, he's not the one who left. I understand. But they both have, um, both of them do not have good examples as how to be good parents or how to be good partners. Because they I don't agree. have that example, so I would but say that. But is it the that, impetus on the person who leaves? Um, but the, the the decision to push the person away is also does come from the same place, is what I'm saying. Regardless of okay. whose point it is, I, I it, it comes from the same. They both fall, fall, have the same deficiency. Yeah. In addition to that, around that time, like if you split cities, how are you going to find someone that's in another city away? Oh, because, no, there's it's it that it would be. Oh, I can't even imagine attempting. To co-parent in different cities in the 40s. Yeah. What? So it's like that decision, even if she wanted to turn her back on it, it may not have been as easy for her to... to... She did it, though. And even still, I would say that she gave him plenty of chances to chill out. And that was the last straw for her. What? Well, did they show that? Yeah. Like, she was... she was um, Like you said, she was trying to work with him about the anger thing. But it was just the anger thing spilled out onto the child. Because remember, they were I mean, talking he didn't about hurt it. Him. Yeah, they were. I don't know, man. You understand as a parent how you would react to someone just like grabbing your child and forcibly rubbing shit off their face without you having enough context about but it. But the, the thing is, is that like when you're dealing with the other parent, it's a whole different set of rules. That's fair. Like there's a completely still, different set do of not, rules. Don't put your like, like, do not put your relationship experience true, on him. True. 
Absolutely, one hundred percent. But that it was that was a very evocative yeah, scene for me. Did, I saw that in my head. I was like, oh no! They both made a bad decisions there, and unfortunately, yeah. in uh, yeah, those I, times, it's not. That's one of not one absolutely. Of those it was a really, really well written scene for everything. It it made me think a lot. It was a crazy like interchange. But that was like that was one where I was torn. I was like, man, this might have been a turning point in his life. Like if it wouldn't went differently, yeah. Man, he would have been, or even if, like you said, person. even if they reconnected at some point later on, he could have mm-hmm. gone in a completely different path. And then there was the like the incessance, like during the flashback phases, like the long strings of just like characters going through like overwhelmingly bad shit was like kind of Joker. rough. Like the yeah, Joker like syndrome. I was, I, I'm not, life shitting I don't on watch shit for that. I really. I literally like that's that's my biggest gripe with the pursuit of happiness with Will Smith. It's like you you, <laughs> you don't give me no, no you could be sad, but like can you cut that with like a little bit of action and then cut that with like a little bit of luck? Like cut that sadness with some shit. Like don't give me that puro and the sadness. You that that, that puro sadness sad, is, bro, is that know. that's too much. It's like my the Ray and nephew. You I'm, gotta put a little water yeah, in it. Like, I'm I'm willingly watching this. So don't make me feel like I'm punching myself in the I face. You, you know what I mean? Absolutely, And so like. When her grandmother died, I had to place. stop and take a break. Stop I had, taking me to that place. It's yeah. a spoiler. Like, like when, when her grandmother died, I was like, man, fuck this shit. I'm taking a break. <laughs> because, like, I was so happy for her. Once again, like, stop <laughs> oh, putting yeah, children right. in. Yo, that is what I, happened. I can't stand watching shit with children, bro. Like, like the, the spoiler <laughs> alert again. They, like, bait and switch you pretty hard. It's like, you're finally going home. Just get in the car and I'm going to be right there. <laughs> I yo bro, dog. They they long con that one so good. Uh, rocket punch. Yeah, yeah. Where's your oh, heart man. at? Was it right like, there? <laughs> she's like, well, Falcon. I guess I'm staying in Vietnam. You know what I mean? I guess I'm gonna stay here after all. Yeah, that was that was pretty cold blooded, man. Until bro. yeah, until she was like twenty, like two, she didn't start having a good life at all. Well, I mean, when I saw that she was a cop, I was like, thank fucking god. She wanted to, yeah. Spoiler alert. She was like, "I want to be a police officer," and she became a police officer. Like, thank goodness. Like, Jesus. She she got a. She got a W. Yeah, man. You gotta start. Yo, and see, that's why people shoot shit up in America because they be getting into their late twenties and don't put no Ws up. And they're like, "Yo, I'm putting a W somewhere." (laughs) Yo, they see all these Ls and they're like, "Yo." If I just if I consider shooting someone a W and I go out and shoot someone, then fuck it, I get a W. You know what I mean? A like you can't you can't do that. You can't do that. That's a terrible way to be, yo. It's not the right metric to have at all. But yeah, she she definitely put up that W, and then she got a couple because I think that fucking with Manhattan. Not, um, spoiler alert. <laughs> fucking with Manhattan was a W. Definitely. You know what I mean? That's like okay, sure. yo, That's get him, girl. Sure. The only thing is because like, I have a feeling that she would be less. I think she would be more into the Manhattan splitting himself into three niggas and fucking her <laughs> than the other bitch. The other, yeah. Like, How could you? How could you? Yo, I'm, I'm pretty like, sure that fucking... Yo, if she, I could split in two, I'd definitely have one of me fucking another one of me working. Come on, son. Why would you not do that? That's just... No, 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 no. If I could split into four, 
I could have one of me working and three of me fucking. But fair. I'm like, yo, That's nigga, fair. two? Nah, they both, she could get both of them. She, uh, yeah, nah, I gotta get more than, I gotta get a so. couple of multiples before I just start throwing them off to yo, do other shit. some bougie shit, bro. Like, yo, I, mean? I can see all of space time and you mad that I'm not here with you, bro. Like, I got... I got two of me here with you, and that's not Nigga, enough I can have as many of me as you want, and you need to have all of them. Okay, hold on. Let's talk about that. That's a conversation, though, my G. Like, can you imagine if you could split yourself into as into as many as many duplicates that are of equal quality as the original? As you can. Yeah. And your girl's like, nah, I need your whole attention. Yeah, I need you to only be looking at me 100% of the can time. Can you imagine that shit? Like, like, uh, I, can, I can give you three of me. As like, long as you can let me have one of them go do something else. I'd be like, all And right. she'd be like, nah, I need all of you. I'd be like, all right, bitch, you are needy. Like, who hurt you? <laughs> That's who the up. fuck hurt you? That's savage. Bro, nah, nah, I'm just joking. But <laughs> honestly, and you know what's funny? Is that... In that exact situation, I know for a fact that I'd be like, all right, cool. You get all of me. Like, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. I it mean, is what it is. No. Like, but, but that's what having emotion is. You know what I mean? And that true. was his main problem. That is true. Is that yeah. he just could not fathom why he could true. not. Like, why the fuck can't I just have one of you go do something else? What's wrong with logical. you? Absolutely. Yeah. He just but, I, but as a human being, I could totally get it. Like, no, I get it. You're an irrational thing. And so am I at times. And so, yes, even given the power to infinitely duplicate myself, I will make sure that when you want my attention, I'll have no other duplicates available. Not even that. I think it's like, uh, or in addition to that, I think it's really good when sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes when your significant other wants to monopolize your time. That's dope. Feel me? Hell yeah. That is very gratifying. That is very gratifying. Yeah. So I'm like, well, that might be a byproduct of being raised Caribbean because nobody (laughs) wants your attention. No one wants your attention when you're little. So you grow up like, damn, man, I wish I just cared about what I thought. Exactly. So it actually does does fuck with your that love me like what yes absolutely and you have a vagina i'll come over for sure yeah my whole life fucked up on my way (laughs) i'm on my way (laughs) it's true though um but yeah so that whole dynamic was interesting um but yeah so the show as a whole was was is very interesting. Shout out um, to Looking Glass. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Glass the pod, that shit. whole thing. Like, this, so, also, damn, how how much have we been talking about this? <laughs> I haven't even mentioned. So, this is like an alternate universe. Yeah. Earth. So, it's Earth had slightly things been different. Yeah. Okay. Like main so, difference being Dr. Manhattan won the Vietnam War for us. Mm-hmm. And Vietnam is now the 51st state. Vietnam is, Robert that was one of, is the president. Robert Redford. <laughs> and so they give out welfare to black people in the form of, what is it? What Redfordations. Is, Redfordations. And man, that shit is hilarious, man. They, did, they denigrate anyone who's black by just accusing them of using yeah, redfordations yeah what you got a little bit of bread oh you did that with redfordations didn't you yeah like you or, know. The, or they'll do the other oh you got them redfordations red huh yeah good for you bro dude it, that oh man this was as i said this was just not the time to watch this the racism <laughs> like i was like nigga i will fucking punch my tv right now nigga what damn right i use redfordations you dare bitch. talk to a grown Try black me. woman like that what <laughs> like oh my goodness Yo, shout out to the son that snuffed that little kid in hell the mouth. yeah <laughs> i still don't quite understand her family situation but i guess at the end i'll figure that shit no out. they told you that earlier on in like episode like one or two like during right. the um during the white night her partner was killed 
And she those died. are her partner's kids. Got you. Damn. That's crazy. You find that out like episode two or three. All three or of them? Like that. Yeah. Okay. And that's why. But yeah, that's why. I'm Their relationship like is amazing. Yeah. Calvin's relationship with them is amazing. Yeah. Calvin's cleanly my favorite character. Like, really? Oh, by far, bro. The How entire arc of that character, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I don't How know. fucking interesting is that? Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed I would have never met, I would have never pinned Calvin as your favorite character. My favorite character is definitely uh, Misty Knight. I'm sorry. Fucking Sister Knight. Sister Knight. Knight. Yeah, Sister Knight. Because <laughs> I was like, wait, Missing Knight's in this, bro? I love Misty Knight. What you talking about? Sister Knight. My bad. Yeah, yeah no. Regina um, King's character. Regina King's character is amazing. She really is very good. Yeah. And, um, but yeah. Dude, what, so this the the main. So what would you call true? Uh, what is her name? True or Lady Dr. True? Lady, Lady true. true. Yeah. What is, what would you call her? A protagonist or an antagonist or a side character? Um. Yeah, that's um. I I don't know what exactly you would classify her as, but she's definitely a. a she's a very interesting character, yeah. just in in her uh her own right. And like that whole storyline with her and her clone of her mother oh, that she's yeah. raising as her daughter is like crazy. Spoilers, yeah, yeah. spoilers. Lady True's got some issues, bro. Sure. Like, cause you don't you like. There's several episodes before you realize that that's what's going on there. And like, mm-hmm. wow, that was like it. it just kind of her concept of like I created this thing, so I have the right to manipulate it whatever <laughs> I want. It's just crazy because you see a lot of characters. The white supremacists feel that way. Um, And so does Ozymandias. You know what I mean? Like a Mm -hmm. lot of characters harbor this eugenics idea. Because he's superior. He has the right to do whatever he wants with inferior life or life that he deems to be inferior. That shit's crazy. And like there's... That is a genuine part of some people's ideology that exists in America. And even, and the crazy part is that these are people who neither are un, they're, they're unaware that what they think is capable of being done with genetics just isn't real. <laughs> nor do they have the facility or faculty to do these things. And so I don't understand why they no, have it as such a core tenet of their philosophy. Of it happening despite all the time that the idea has been like around. it's like like that. That's the crazy part is that there's the the Watchmen series like really takes a lot of it. Pretty much takes real tropes and just puts them in a hyperbolic light. And so that's the crazy. Like I'm watching this, I'm like that should exist. Like there's people who do yep. believe in this level of like we should control the creation, and and I'm like, bro. I get it, like, but I feel like you're really gonna like the last two episodes. Then I'm looking forward to it. Either. I'm looking forward to it because, like, it it's it, it's been a wild ride, man. Like, definitely <laughs> check it out. Yes. Like, I'll give That's the episodes one through eight have been a solid seven for me. Like, I solid seven. In, and I've like, had some serious misgivings about it. Like, yes, at times I've been 100%. like, what the. Fuck. 100%. But I still will give it overall, like, yo. It will swing you from left to far left to far. Well, absolutely. I don't want to say far left to far right because I don't really mean to. No, no, no. Yeah, don't use those. What I mean, like 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 a pendulum swing. It'll swing. Yes. Emotionally, it will take you from the entire gamut of emotion. Absolutely. 
Like it definitely takes you out of your comfort zone, man. What's oh, interesting? Yes, though, perfect. Yes. It takes you out, out of your to, um, And that's why I appreciate it because it's not bad. It takes me out of my comfort zone. And of course, being outside of your comfort zone is guess what? It kind of feels bad sometimes. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By definition. So that's why I I I I always seek not to be mad at the uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like right. be mad at the genuinely bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But don't be mad at the uncomfortable. Yep. It's uncomfortable. It's okay. <laughs> but yeah. Like I wanted to say shout out to Don Johnson because he's been he plays uh the sheriff that gets um spoiler alert again, that gets killed at the end of episode one. And um Don I don't Johnson, think I'm not gonna say spoiler alert anymore because at this point like we've spoiled <laughs> so, super deep in. Yeah, yeah, it's like what are you gonna do? Just pause it and <laughs> go five seconds and not hear what we said? Fuck it. <laughs> Um, we're but, spoiling uh, shit, nigga. Don Johnson, I don't know if everybody remembers, but he's from Miami Vice back in the day. He yeah. used to, and then he fell off. Well, I, didn't, I don't know if he fell off or retired, but he had a resurgence. But the reason why it sort of came to my head is like, yo, you're playing a lot of racists in a lot of these movies. He was also in Django <laughs> Unchained as you one of You play a lot of racists these artists. days, cuzzo. <laughs> but I do sort of like that the way or the people with which he's working these productions it doesn't seem like you know i'm saying that's actually who he is or nothing like that but it's i'm sure it's just a wild coincidence but he plays these characters really well they're they're super endearing and then that's how they get you with that rocket punch is they lure you in with like a very charming guy that's just like family man he's leading the police force he's championing you know i'm saying what you believe what they portray to be the right thing in episode one and then, you know, they just hit you with that left hook in the, right at the end of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> left ready hook for is, it. is a bitch. Yeah, yeah. This show is definitely, like, really good at sneaking up on you. Like, where the fuck did that come from? Yeah. So definitely check that out. I look forward. I'm kind of stretching it out because I haven't been watching much. Just, like, I've been preoccupied with monitoring what's going on around. I've been trying to find other things that have been going on because I want to see what's happening under this. And I also don't want to ignore this. So it takes a ton of your attention. But um, we'll talk about the the finale next week for sure. Um, or next episode. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, there's been a couple other things going on. Uh, of course, the, the main theme will we'll eventually get around to talking about how Minneapolis is burning and how America will change. But um, there was a one uh, like foreign affairs topic that I wanted to touch two little entertainment topics and then we'll get into the meat and potatoes and shit but um yeah no just what's been going on around the world i did see one thing that i thought was kind of important only because it's been an ongoing um uh situation and that was the overthrow of um the uh evo morales in bolivia and the installation of the uh pretty much the undemocratically elected uh puppet government that america is backing and it looks like they've pretty much finalized the 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 installation of the american-backed government and it i'm not sure what's going on there because usually well historically they've attempted to dominate their like their natural resources and their water supply lumber um things like that but I'm not sure if they're attempting to clear that stuff away for uh, like further rare earth mineral extraction and things like that. But mm-hmm. keep watching that because that's that's going to be that's going to end up being a, a humanitarian crisis because what and what a lot of people don't realize is, is that the jungles of Bolivia, I think, are home to literally the largest concentration of indigenous peoples 
in the world. Um, the natives of Bolivia actually, for a while, were in. They were in. They were using Bolivia as a state to interact with the world for the first time, and so that is why it was so important for America to crush that country because it would have represented the first time that a First Nations people, a people who believe in fundamentally the rights of the earth, uh, would have a full-blown voice on the world stage. And so I wanted to bring that up to say, if you know of anything that's going on there, if you have any influence, pay attention to that. Do I, I hope for the best for those people because... America has wrested control of their government and it's probably not going to end well. You know what I mean? I mean, America getting control of your government has never been in any country <laughs> in South America's best interest. It's never in the history of America influencing South American countries has it been a good thing. So, you know, my my I, I, I want to give a shout out to Ava Morales. Hopefully you can, you know what I mean, get get the uh, support of the people to help, you know, regain power, if, if that is the will of the people. Of course, I'm not there, so I'm not an expert on it. Do some research, but it, it's, it's a topic worth looking into. Um, other shit, um, entertainment news. Man, Freddie Gibbs, that Alfredo album came out literally the day we put out that podcast. Oh, nice. How was that? Oh, man. It was Freddie Gibbs <laughs> and The Alchemist, who is one of, like, I've been listening to Alchemist beats with dilated peoples from mid-90s. Alchemist yeah, is, it's been has been a huge favorite of mine. Just uh, He's an L.A. producer who just collabs so perfectly with East Coast rappers, like, just... One of one of the, the my favorites. He's up there with Premier, Alchemist, Mad Libs, High um, Tech, High Tech. What High <laughs> Tech and Quali? Um, even Kid Cudi is one of my favorites. You know what I mean? But yeah, like Alchemist, just great pairing with Freddie Gibbs. How many tracks? It was a short thirty-five minute album. I think it was eight still, tracks. I want to say still pretty good. Very, but every track was a banger, bro. Like. From, that carries a little more bro, weight. Bro, you know once again, Tyler Creator showing up with a fucking stupid feature. <laughs> I've really become a Tyler Creator fan. Flower Boy I was okay on. Um, I was appreciative of what he was trying to do there. Um, he did a good NPR Tiny Desk performance. Um, just, I, you know what it is, is that his instrumentality was, wasn't grabbing me yet. I love Tyler as a rapper. I love hearing Tyler spit on a verse, like because of his skill level. That's the thing is that Tyler, no matter what Tyler chooses to do, mm -hmm. whether it's that goblin shit from back in the day or whether it's this <laughs> new like flamboyant, I don't give a fuck what you think about me shit that he spits right now. His skill level is so fucking high that I can't help but just fucking give him his his flowers like the shit is is stupid like i really do appreciate tyler on every feature he comes in even though he's spitting that my glitter on my neck matches the glitter <laughs> on my nail shit like oh, you know what i mean funny. like he spit one rhyme about you know what i mean he's looking real cute he's looking at my butt but i'm not trying to fuck like i'm like all right dude <laughs> bro do that bro like oh, the man. thing 
That's my true. thing is is that the way he's spinning it, the cadence, the the technicality of what he's spinning, he's doing. You could say that I'm not gonna do that, right? But you could do that, <laughs> bro. <laughs> like oh, you're not hurting me none. You know what I mean? And so like, and no, and 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 I, I'm sure that people might be like, why does he care so much? Like, because it's tough coming as a Jamaican, like hearing people openly talk about things like that. Like, it's hard being raised in a from a Caribbean background to be accepting of that, but. I'm starting to realize, like, nah, man, bro, nobody hurt you, bro. <laughs> nobody did nothing to you, yo. They can say That's that, and you're hilarious. fine. You know what I mean? Because yeah. and and it sucks because like, I know a lot of people. I know a lot of um, uh, African American artists get a lot of flack because they are very vehemently anti-homosexual, like Pastor Troy and them and stuff like that. And it's like, I get it. I understand you don't support the lifestyle, but nobody's hurting you, bro. That's the that's the, that's the thing that really like kind of freed me. It's like, yo, you know nobody's hurting you, right? Like, right. like you've been living all this time with niggas fucking niggas, and it's no, like, and you never you got so hurt. Much? Yeah, like stop worrying about it. Like, let them do that because guess what? In letting them do that, they might spit some bars that are hard as fuck. <laughs> And here comes Tyler, the creator, just stomping on your preconceptions of what hard bars should sound like. You know what I mean? And then, of course, he's he's hugely accepted no by the community because, you know, you got Griselda. Everybody in Griselda got a uh, Tyler feature. You know what I mean? Like he everyone who features him has a lot of clout in the in the game. So it's like, yeah, I, I really appreciate what he brought to that to, to that feature on the Freddie Gibbs. But um, yeah, I don't know why this came turned into like give Tyler created all his flowers real quick. <laughs> hey man, if he was dropping dope, but dope not lines, like, now like, you can't drop three back to back features and me yeah, not shout you go. out and be like thank you because they were fire. You, you know go. what I mean? Especially in this time when niggas is just they looking for every, they're looking to talk about everything but their music. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah. while I appreciate artists who comment on the social situations that are happening. It's okay if you don't. <laughs> I'm not expecting you to. It's not your job to. You know who really should be talking about more? Um, and I'm and I'm not even putting this dude's name in the air to promote him. But, like, look at Errol Weber, who's the fucking MAGA asshat who's trying to run against our congresswoman, Karen Bass, who's fucking holding us down, trying to, trying to deal with the police state. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this nigga's not talking about, you know what I mean, how he's going to deal with the fact that the police fucking are... Be, you know, the, the 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 amount of footage that caught of police brutality and overwhelming like escalation of force is ridiculous you know what i mean you don't see asshats like that saying nothing thank you for our congresswoman really stepping up and trying to trying to say something at least yeah. you know what i mean she's in congress she can vote on shit at least you know what i mean like that's what's important is the people who have the power to vote to say something i'm not worried about what kanye west says so when he doesn't say anything that doesn't bother me none. You know what I mean? Like, like I feel like we've done a disservice by trying to fill the gaps in our political sphere and in our social sphere with the entertainment personalities. And I'm going to stop doing that personally. You know what I mean? I'm going to stop alienating people who fucking make music because they don't know shit about world politics. If they want to know shit about world politics, they will. And guess what? They'll fucking contribute. But if they don't, then I'm not going to ask them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Stop asking Lil Wayne about how he feels about even <laughs> the shit that happens outside his door. Because he's a fucking alien. He doesn't give a shit what happens outside his door. 
Leave the fucking man alone. You know what I mean? That's another reason. I'm still gonna not theory. listen to Doja Cat though. I'm still saying <laughs> fuck Doja Cat. Don't get me twisted. Yeah. But like there's no real going back on that one. No. But like I'm not gonna I'm tired of I'm tired of getting mad at people for shit because there's so many people who deserve me to fucking punch them in the face, like the assholes in Congress who refuse to pass any kind of legislation to deal with the massive 40 million person unemployment that's going on right now. That's those are the people who I should be like. If I want to sit here and I want to waste my breath fucking yelling at someone, I'm gonna yell at that shithead. I'm not gonna yell at the person who doesn't know what the about who doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. You know what I mean? So I, I'm going to try to turn that leaf. I'm sure I'll have tons of other shit to talk about them. <laughs> but in terms of like political opinions, I ain't objectifying no more entertainment people for their political opinions unless they substantially put their foot into the political sphere. Yeah. Because there's people who do. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's, there's genuinely entertainers turned politicians. And I'm not talking about the fucking governor. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm talking about... Um, uh, actually, like I'm talking about people like Pras who actually get involved with presidential campaigns. I don't know of any of that have made the full blown oh, um, transition into politics, but Kel Penn. Okay, there you go. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He went from um from Harold Kumar Kumar to uh, helping out. Um, I don't mm-hmm. remember whose campaign he was. But Bar- he uh, Obama's. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, so he went. To but yeah, but yeah, he does a lot of legitimate political work. But yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, rappers uh, that can or singers, performers who go into legitimate political um office, and I, uh, I'm not sure if. The, if that's happened significantly yet, but it might be something in the future, given the you know the trajectory of this country but nonetheless like i'm not gonna you know unless you choose to do that i'm not going to to yell at 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 people over my platform about their political views it doesn't seem substantive it does it definitely doesn't push any kind of narrative that that i want to be a part of but um yeah with that being said, uh, oh, and I just wanted to shout out because I don't think a lot of people give Freddie Gibbs enough credit for being the one who I think is the real, pi- the real pioneer of the resurgence of the single producer album. Having one producer take produce your whole album, that doesn't happen no more. Like, and and I I don't know if I've made comments about that before in the podcast. I think I have, uh, but it definitely still happens for sure. But from who? What what major album has come out recently with like one major producer? Would you like me to Google it? I don't have the information. No, I don't. I'm sure it's a thing. Honestly, if you Google it, it would be enlightening to both of us. It wouldn't be something. (laughs) I I wouldn't take offense to it. I just don't know for real, and I don't. It is a thing. It's just I I understand what you're saying that it is more common for um, but like major major rap albums. I I don't know about rapper albums, but I just oh, okay, say that no, no. it's not I'm, happening. I'm specifically mean. You, yeah, you said that it, you you said that I don't I don't see okay. it happening. Well, then let me let me let me definitely restage that. Let that. me restage <laughs> that phrase. He is re-pioneering the chart-topping single producer rap album. Okay, I feel like that's exclusive enough to be okay. more accurate. Okay, my bad. That was the exact nuance that I wanted for that though. That that's what I meant by by my prior statement, like. You, I don't see a lot of rap albums taking a single producer over the course of the whole album with features and all. Right. And then taking that to the top. And then, ex- and, and, and number one, smashing your features. Like, 
not letting one of your features beat you on your album. Like I've I have yet to see a rap album where one of the features wasn't smashing the main artist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kendrick's albums usually rarely have a feature, but that that overtakes his performance. But like yeah, it seems like it is sort of like how Freddie Gibbs is doing it. Like, unless it's like a specialty project, that's not something that gets done more often. Yeah, and I and I really love that, man, because that was something in the early '90s that I think that's why the sound was so coherent. You know what I mean? Like, it might have stifled the creativity and the sound that it didn't mutate as fast as it does these days, but it kept coherent albums. Right, and I like that. You know what I mean? I prefer that. And so I super appreciated that. And I wanted to put that out there for him. Um, give him his flowers on that. But also, uh, Lil Wayne put out the deluxe for Funeral. That's why they were asking him about shit. What's that? You say he just put something out? Yeah. That's probably why they were asking him about it. But yeah, but ask him. Like, if you're going to ask him something like that, like ask him how he feels about nah, Doja nah. Cat's I new shit. I feel what you're saying. I you know, get, don't I ask get him what about saying, it. But it's still, I still think you're being unrealistic about that because they're both about happening what? at the same time. So they're going to ask him about it. I understand that you don't want to hear it. but No, but no, 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 no. But you not. Nah, especially when Little Wayne has said he doesn't like being asked about it. That's it, right. It, like, okay. I don't. But not for nothing. The album, I mean, the, the deluxe editions. I got two two decent tracks out of it, so <laughs> hey, no, I think he added. I think he added That's either ready. six or eight tracks. I think it was eight tracks, and I two of them I liked. So, you know, I, I think that's pretty much the 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 run of the mill for for Wayne these days. Like, I'll get roughly, you know what I mean. Like a third of the tracks will be you know, consumable for me. And then right. the rest of them are kind of just like, which is not bad. I appreciate that. So that's that's the new Wayne Deluxe that they just put out. Man, fuck this Deluxe bullshit. I don't know why these niggas <laughs> doing Like, just put out a like, just put out an EP. Like, why are you putting it on the end of the other one? Because the other one didn't get enough sales? Like, damn, my G. Like, didn't get the sales and didn't get the sales. It is what it is. But yeah, that's pretty much all I really had off of the entertainment and politics. The rest of it is um, just like fallout of what's been going on. So we had three consecutive murders of African-Americans by police and their deputies. I'm going to call the McMichaels deputies of the police. And so the response has been massive protests as well as separate of the protests there being riots some caused by local people some caused by provocateurs it seems that's yet to be seen and so pretty much the entire country has been engulfed in this i mean la is is now under a six to six curfew um i know a bunch of other cities are um, I see the cities are moving the curfew daily to try to catch the people while they're outside so they can actually incarcerate some of the protesters to thin the numbers, which I think is a fucking bullshit move. Um, I just want to also start out by saying, from what I've seen, from everything that's been recorded between official uh, re- mainstream media, MSNBC, CNN, and alternative media and twitter media 
it's the police that are instigating. And that's not just my biased opinion. I mean, time and time again, you can watch these the, the films of police driving into crowds of people in in in, in New York. People, police uh, using uh, bicycle police using their bikes to hit people and instigate fights. Uh, Plainclothes police with masks on breaking windows to instigate riots. Like the police are the aggressors here. They're trying to tell us that we're not even allowed to be mad. And that's what I meant last episode. We're like, please let us be outraged. Because if you don't let us be outraged, it's going to be a it's going to be a not fun time. You know what I mean? And so I just want to also comment and say that let's not conflate all of the different actors. And I'll talk more about that is how to identify and what actors are out there right now. Because in this country, they don't do a good job of of educating you about civil unrest, civil disobedience, how to organize early on in school. This is something that you you should teach children. A, because what it does is it empowers them to have healthy outlets to express when they do not like the power structure. So instead of kids lashing out, if you teach them early how to organize and express themselves through civil unrest, where the rules are allowed to be broken, where it's acceptable to break the rules, to show you the expression of your idea of where the rules should be, when you teach them that young, they don't grow into young, angry protesters who, who quickly become rioters. And so... One of the things that 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 we could do right now is really take an, uh, a look at, like, why rioting is not appropriate at this time, where it's appropriate to break rules. And so the reason why you don't want to riot early on is because there's a moral high ground that you need to maintain as a protester if, in the end, you actually want to change the system and have the people who currently benefit from the system feel okay with coming into the new system. If you don't maintain that moral high ground, these people will entrench themselves until their death. And so you don't want to start sacrificing the personal property before they have stonewalled you. You don't want to... This is the kind of shit that you should see after they 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 decide whether they're going to let off this cop which they've already set up. And that's something else we need to talk about. It. What, are, what are we going to do when they let this cop off? They've already set up the situation. They've already said Mr. George Floyd had intoxicants in his system that could have contributed to his death. They're already setting it up to let this cop go. So if you want to riot and all that stuff, after we get that confirmation, that's the time in which you riot. If you do it beforehand, then all you're going to do is get the police to crack down so that you're not able to riot when they let him out. How are we going to get back out to the streets when they don't when they let this man off? 
That's why you do not jump the gun and start rioting off back without giving them the chance to actually do the right thing. That's how you get progress through protests. And that's not to say that it always works. Sometimes they stonewall you. And that's when you go and you burn down the city hall. That's when you go down and burn down the, the police station. That's when you cause property damage to the companies that pay the most into this structure and make deals with the police establishment. But not before. All you're doing is validating the mayor's pushing the police crackdowns because that's been one of the by and far the 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 message to, that I've gotten from this is that police unions own every mayor's office in the city. Every mayor serves at the behest of the police, which means that every the head of every uh, municipal power is beh- is beholden to the police, which means that it ain't beholden to us because they clearly show that they fee- they view us as a controlling population, as a as a subservient population to them. Garcetti's out here in L.A. canceling COVID nineteen testing because of the way the police are being treated. So he's saying. Fuck the fuck the community if you don't treat the police nice. All right, Garcetti. I got you. That's a that's a real shitty way to be. You know what I mean? Like I I, I had a feeling that Garcetti was one of those uh uh weaponized my privilege liberals, but he definitely showed his 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 skin this uh with, with that move because that's fucked up. How are you going to take away the COVID-19 testing because you're mad at how people are met, are, are are feeling about police, especially in a city that has a long history of police brutality? That doesn't that doesn't that doesn't strike me as as a stand-up way to be. It doesn't strike me as somebody who cares about the citizenry that he's beholden to. It doesn't sound like somebody who's beholden to his citizenry at all. But yeah, Garcetti. Uh, I hope that you don't get another term. That's for sure. I definitely won't be voting for him. But um, yeah, one of the things I wanted to do is I wanted to to start pointing out some of the group the the um. It seems like the actors on the ground here, because in in each city, there seems to be so of the young people who are participating in this protest. There's a lot of young. African-American people who are just now becoming engaged in this civil unrest. And there's actually a lot of of videos online of people trying to organize these young men not to just lash out. And that that, I think that that's part of the the volatile part uh, group that is set off when you get another group that comes in close proximity, which is provocateurs and agitators now i'm not saying that those are a predominance of people it only takes two or three in a crowd which is a minority a very small minority in a crowd of might be hundreds but what they do is they they activate a lot of latent anger in people they start with the property damage they do small things that won't get them in trouble but that they know will incite other people to do things that will get them in trouble. And so we got to be careful of those elements. Those elements have been around since the 60s. 
those kind of people have infiltrated protests all throughout um malcolm x and a lot of uh african-american um uh leaders protests and so we got to be careful of that as well as you have antifa from what i understand now I haven't seen Antifa on the ground. I'm not familiar with Antifa. I've never been to a protest with Antifa. But from what I understand, they are they are there for the benefit of the protest. Now, I'm not going to claim to be pro-Antifa because I don't know enough about the organization. But Cornell West supports Antifa. Benjamin Dixon, who has been on the ground with them, has supports Antifa. AOC has been protected by Antifa. So I am inclined to say that they are there protecting people who are typically on the side of progressive causes. So I'm I'm not going to speak ill of them, but they do bring a violent element to protests. So you got to be careful when they're present. You know what I mean? And then you have the people genuinely protesting the murders of Freddie uh, of I'm sorry not Freddie Gray, uh, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and Ahmaud Arbery. Now, these are the, the vast, this is, I, I believe, the overwhelming proportion of people, minority and otherwise, are there as just general protesters. And we have to be careful not to, not to take these vocal minorities and transpose the things that they're doing onto this greater group of protesters because these protesters are doing a very important thing. It is absolutely imperative that we come out in the thousands to show or else it'll never change. Like this is the that is the only way. Like voting is not the way. Voting ain't the way. I'll, I'll tell you that much. It doesn't matter. You are better off if you could manage a strategy that doesn't require a democratic or progressive leader in office and doesn't require democratic or progressive control of any of the state houses. If you can affect change despite all of that, now you're fucking cooking with Crisco, kids. Now you really work on fire. If you can get a Republican administration to give progressive concessions, that's when you're fucking doing it. When you get Reagan to fucking give concessions to poor people and you get, you know what I mean, Nixon to to pull back on foreign policy, that's when you're doing it. Not when you get fake progressives who already run on a platform of saying they're going to do that. To do those things. The fact that you have to further go on to get them to do those things after they run on that platform is a huge fucking problem. So that my whole point is, is that if we want to get change, don't worry about voting. It don't fucking matter who's in power. You need to find strategies and ways to get the things that are important to you outside of the partisan system, because the partisan system is corrupted at its core. If there's anything these per, these protests do is that they bypass the bullshit partisan system and they get straight to the idea that we want change to a system that victimizes black people, period. Black, white, 
Chinese, fucking Japanese, all kinds of Asian people, everyone is in on this saying, hey, this shit is wrong. We don't believe any fucking community deserves to be fucking victimized like that. It's bad enough that we have corporations eating us alive. We don't need the police over here beating people to death for no reason. So if those are the kind of demands that they're not partisan, so it doesn't matter who you vote for. Now, that's not to say I can totally now with the after having a whole discussion about white supremacy with Watchmen, not to say that I can't understand why you'd want to get Donald Trump out. I get that. All I'm saying is, is that that has nothing to do with what's going on right now. What's happening now has to happen. Like, the the change of this fucking authority system that victimizes minority people has to happen now. And it doesn't matter if Joe Biden's president or Donald Trump. It'd be even better for us if we could get under a... This is what I want. We I want to get change under Trump and then vote his ass out. How about that? How about that? That's a real win. But that's just me and my idealistic ass. Um, nobody supports looting. I don't think I need to elucidate to people how unnecessary looting is. But that absolutely does not mean that anyone's looting will cause me to lose solidarity with them. I don't give a fuck. My solidarity with poor people goes way higher than whether they steal or not. That's for damn sure. Because the motherfuckers at the top have been stealing way more. Way more. And it might not be Gucci stealing, but fuck it. If I'm going to loot someplace, I'm going to loot someplace that I can wear tomorrow. How about that? And look fresh doing so. And I'm not personally going to loot Gucci. I think fucking loot Gucci is trash. But I completely understand why poor people loot Gucci. And if you don't understand that, then you're, you just don't, you don't know poor people. And you don't know people outside of your bubble. Like, I don't get mad at poor people for looting Gucci because they'll wear it. You know what I mean? They'll wear it. And Gucci is not a company that I fucking care about their financial underline anyway. So, you know what I mean? Like... It's a luxury brand that fucking makes its money off of black people anyway. You know what I mean? Like, if Gucci is looted, it's called free fucking marketing. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't feel bad about that shit. Like, it's such a small dent in what in in what they're doing. It's definitely more marketing than 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 loss. But you know, that's that's just me. I don't I I I don't put any intrinsic value on those things. You know what I mean? So. Those people's desire and and to to vent, I put on a way higher level than Gucci's property value. So, please don't loot, don't do it. It's unnecessary. But if you do, I'm still here with you. I still fuck with you. Still right. Come come back. I'll you know I mean stop by. I'll give you something to drink while you run home. It's all good. I got your back. You know what I mean? And then when I say that, I mean I got some words for you listen to the podcast. Give you that, <laughs> give you that audio, that audio thirst. <laughs> don't come to my house, nigga. I don't know you. <laughs> but now um nah, I I absolutely like hope that people can figure out a more productive way of going about this because the right the continuing continuing rioting will not help. And we definitely 
need to maintain the ability to protest because this is not over. A lot of the people who committed murder are still yet to go to trial and they're going to get let off. Let's not forget that Michael Vick served more time than the last 400 some odd police officers who killed people. You know, like it's not, you know, they are very still very likely and uh, to get off and there will be no justice for these murders. And we want to maintain our ability to protest when that injustice happens. We don't want to to mess around and, and lose the ability to to express ourselves and voice our opinions in public before that. And so please don't riot. I'm not judging you for rioting, but it's not something that's going to be productive for the greater greater cause. It's only going to lengthen the time in which we will be able to express ourselves in the streets in public. So with that being said, um, yeah, there ain't much else. You got anything else going on? Not a, not a thing. Well, then let's wrap on that. I'll leave you with these words. Oh, follow us on the on the social medias. Twitter, at Home Herring. Catch me on Instagram, Rico underscore G Sound. And stay tuned. I got some new things coming in in the next week or two. I look forward to it. So I'll leave you with these words. Time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly do learn from. Have a great one, guys. Peace. Stay safe. Don't cover your eyes if you protest. Take it easy.